Hello, everyone. This is Philip Lafreniere with Slice, and welcome to this next episode of Freshly Sliced, our podcast where we really love talking about all things technology, insurance, innovation, and really about you know how we're trying to move our industry forward. And today we've got a very exciting conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about instant payments and really the way forward to instant payments in insurance. I've got two special guests uh, in the podcast today. We've got our very own Andy Clapson, and Andy leads our data science team at Slice. Uh, Andy was re- recently recognized as one of the top 40 data scientists in the world under 40 by Analytics Insight. Uh, Andy has helped uh, Slice transform how insurers use uh, digital ecosystems and service providers uh, think about AI, machine learning, and behavioral science and provide intuitive insurance customer experiences through the various uh, Slice offerings that we have in the market with our partners. And today, our special guest is Mitat Topolnik, and Mitat is the founder and CEO of SimplePin. Uh, he's focused on research, strategy, and expansion of the company in North America. Prior to SimplePin, Metat built one of the most successful e-commerce advisory companies and was responsible for over $10 billion in annual turnover. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah, excellent. Uh, looking forward to having you guys. You know, payments are really interesting and, 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 you know, so much effort has been done, let's say, on the underwriting and the claim side and insurance in recent years to remove friction, make the experience, you know, as, as good as possible, obviously make it digital. Uh, but, you know, people are really close to their money and people want to make sure that, you know, payment transactions and refunds, you know, happen as quickly as possible uh, that have, you know, as little friction in it. Uh, as, as as we can possibly have. And, and that's really a big part of delivering, you know, a superior customer experience. So I'm looking forward to this conversation because insurance companies, interestingly enough, are still buying, you know, complex billing systems. And mind you, while there are some complex transactions, I think at the customer experience level, you know, the, there's a lot of room to improve things. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, but before we get started, Metat, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, really uh, enjoy you know what we've learned so far about Simple Pin, but for for our audience today, why don't you give us uh, the elevator pitch or the background and you know the mandate of Simple Pin? Well, thank you, Philippe. Um, so, Simple Pin is an award-winning uh, digital uh, payments platform f- uh, made specifically for the insurance industry in Northern America. So, what we focus on is um, to remove all friction from the payments perspective between the insured the brokers, MGAs, and, uh, and carriers. What we do is, you know, it's like we, uh, we connect our systems straight um, into their existing legacy systems like uh, CRM, BMS, and accounting systems. Um, and what we do is we bridge the user experience disconnect that is currently existing. And our technology uh, stands for um, an increased operational efficiency, but also increased cash flow, um, but most of all, customer convenience. And I think um, that is a very important part right now. And our software in the end delivers an same experience as um, you would have in any other digital application that you have or that you use at the moment. Excellent. Thank you for that. And I'm sure, you know, we, we can't ignore the time that we're in. Uh, you know, with regards to COVID-19 and the pandemic, and it's affected, you know, everybody's daily lives. I'd like to get both of your perspectives of how, 
um, you know, how, how has the recent pandemic, you know, that we're, we're still in, you know, affected insurance from your perspective, you know, give us, you know, a little bit the carrier experience, the customer experience. Maybe we start with you, Andy. What, what, what are you seeing? What have you seen, you know, in these past uh, eight, nine weeks? And, and tell us a little bit about your perspective. Sure. So uh, obviously massive impact on on everyone and particularly on the insurance industry uh, with sort of interesting mixes and interesting directions. So everything from operational impacts where, let's say, large uh, call centers for claim teams have to pivot suddenly to being fully remote, um, but all the way to specific like product and underwriting impacts. So massive event cancellations, uh, travel cancellations, uh, business continuity impacts. But then interestingly, like, you know, a, a real dip in incidents and related costs for things like driving, uh, just because people are staying in their homes all the time. So I think uh, massive impact, like a very uncertain time, but I do think there's a huge opportunity there for carriers to like gain customer confidence. So to be there when, when customers need them and even to potentially grow market share in this time by tackling some of these new risks actively instead of sort of falling back on business as usual. Yeah, it's almost been like a, it's, it's an impetus, right? There, there's a mm-hmm. saying, about, you know, crisis uh, is always, always brings about opportunity. And, and, you know, I think we're, we're seeing the crisis result in behavioral shifts that is, that is bringing forward, you know, tremendous opportunity to digitize even more, finally, you know, jump off, uh, you know, and, and, and go full blown in, into digitization. And Mithat, what, what are you seeing? How has it affected, you know, your business? And, and what are you seeing from your, your partners, your customers, you know, on, on the impact of this pandemic on, on your insurance business? Well, um, I think, you know, it's like I, I, I share, you know, it's like Andy's view that there were a lot of challenges, you know, it's like um, in terms of pivoting the organization, uh, you know, it's like moving people from um, from office environment uh, to home and all the challenges that come with that, you know, it's like there, um, that's one part. I think, you know, it's like they took a lot um, of their energy, um, but, you know, it's like being, you know, it's like now to a new normal, which is, you know, it's like working from home. Um, other um, challenges surface, and that is, you know, it's like uh, challenges like cash flow, uh, challenges like, you know, <laughs> I cannot take cash or I cannot take a check in anymore, or people aren't sending them anymore. So um, we see that there is a lot of interest, you know, of digitalizing, you know, before we have a little bit, you know, it's like it's uh, an approach, it's, it's nice to have. And now it's kind of a must to have. Um, and that is something, you know, it's like that's very, um, that's very uh, interesting to see. But uh, obviously, you know, it's like the larger the organization, you know, it's like um, the longer it takes to turn and the more steps are to make in that, in that perspective. But I think um, the COVID-19 um, uh, a situation in the end, you know, it's like, uh, it's, uh, I think, you know, it's like a pivoting point for digitalization in the insurance industry in Northern America. And that's, I think, you know, it's like, uh, uh, that's not going to stop only, you know, when COVID-19 is finished. I think that's, that's, um, that's going to continue from, you know. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think, you know, we, we're going to get into these new patterns of behavior, uh, and then we're just going to be, you know, they say it takes three weeks, you know, to, to alter, uh, alter our behavior. And we've been at this now for way longer than three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our, what we're going to do around payments and, you know, now, you know, we're, we're, everybody has to do touchless payments. It's interesting what I've seen uh, when I have gone to the store, 
you know, how far people go. So, uh, but, you know, I'm sure there are still some, uh, you know, some limitations. So Andy, what, what is limiting companies, let's say on the data side, what are the current gaps, challenges, you know, that, um, that data can solve as we look at, you know, the, the way forward with, with payments? Right. So like building on what uh, Matad said there, I really think it's it just the COVID is, is emphasizing that it's a wa- it's a watershed moment. So there were already there are already issues. There are already, let's say, to be fair, initiatives that a lot of carriers to move this forward. And this has just uh, added a lot of fuel to the fire. Uh, so especially when I think claims and instant payments and I'm thinking about limitations or the reasons why we're not there yet. Um, the thing I always think about is like insurance is a data business. So uh, the idea should be that we gather the right data points and we we have those data points when we need them. Um, and that basically that we, there shouldn't need to be a lot of manual or like um, people driven processes. And so one example I always think of is like, I think I think a limitation on the carrier side is just the traditional problems like uh, silos. So it can be there, there can be quite uh, the real walls between, let's say, the underwriting and the claim side of the business and the sales side of the business as well. So putting together an accurate data picture across the insurance lifecycle can be difficult. Um, whereas in an ideal world, at claims time, uh, if you really want to build a straight through processing flow, uh, you're going to want like basically all the data points that are relevant to a consumer, which could reach back years as to like how they joined you and what products they purchased along the way and how they behaved. Uh, in addition to traditional claims factors. Um, But even if you do have that data, making it actionable and integrating it into an automated process can be very difficult or nearly impossible, uh, partially due to legacy IT and just sort of readiness for these sorts of decisions. Uh, I think the right way to look at it is uh, spend time, focus focus your claims expertise, your people on the problematic or complex claims and get to a point of data maturity where you can quickly or even instantly settle and pay out the simple trustworthy claims that sort of that feels like a feels like a target for me yeah and it's really interesting when you're forced to do something a lot of things you know have stood in the way of you know better and deeper digitization and insurance and a lot of it is you know i'll attribute sometimes to culture uh, within companies and you know we're all in the business of managing risks so we look at everything you know from a risk perspective mm-hmm. and, and change you know that that societal in nature change but you know when across all industries but specifically in insurance you know we've seen like tremendous let's let's drop you know the barriers essentially and let, let's let's try it and i i, I think that's going to accelerate uh things significantly as far as digitization and insurance and payments and Mitad, I'll, I'll turn to you next. You know, what's uh, given, given all of this from your perspective? What's the, you know, what's the future of payments uh, in the insurance industry? What, what what are you seeing? What are you seeing the focus being? And you know, then then Andy step in. I'd like to hear kind of you know share with us how Slice and and SimplePin can move this forward uh, together. But Mitad, if you can you know shed some light a little bit on your view of the future of payments in in the industry. Well. Um... I think, you know, it's like the future of payments is really bright. Um, and, you know, it's like uh, in the message that I also want to bring over is like, uh, don't be afraid. You know, it's like we are not here to rob somebody. You know, it's like we are here to bring uh, benefits to a company in which are actually, you know, it's like um, be measured, you know, it's like in exact dollars and cents. Um, the thing is, you know, it's like 
all the technology, everything what we think of right now, it's already available. It's readily available and it's much easier to implement even in a legacy environment as most of the people think. Um, and that is also something, you know, it's like which um, is, 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 is kind of, you know, it's like the mindset that uh, we bring to the table is like, you know, with SimplePin, um, we set no limits or we have no limits in terms of, you know, um, uh, in terms of delivery ways, meaning, you know, it's like how to deliver a payment, how to accept the payment, how to manage payments. Um, you cannot rely anymore on your existing legacy systems. You know, it's like you have to get somebody in um, that is specialized in that, that knows that better and can do it better. You know, it's like, and uh, I think it's super easy to do. And, you know, it's like, I, I also believe um, the times are over, you know, it's like when everybody is talking about, uh, if you want to do something in insurance, it costs you millions of dollars of investment. You know, there are many fintechs out there. They're willing to do uh, uh, projects um, just to get on the map. That's one thing. The other thing is also, um, but also really generate real benefits and, and revenue for that organization they work with. I really like your point, Matad, about the, the, pay, the future of payments is bright. I think that's a, a good, a right, the right way to look at it. And I think, and it, it should be like, it should be instant, like in the same way that it should be easy and quick for me to buy insurance. And in the case where, let's say if I'm not driving because of a pandemic and I get a refund, that should be quick. And it should be equally quick to have a, like claims, to have a, a, a claim paid out. Um, and, and really that's the service. I mean, it's, sometimes it's, it's almost easy to forget, but like that's the service people are buying. So I'm buying protection against an event. And if that event happens and there's a loss, like there's, I mean, there's every reason for me as a consumer to expect the same sort of payment or like, if I think of it as a, like an Amazon refund, like, like in most cases, if I return something, like there's not a long vetting process, the refunds process right away or as soon as I, as I ship the package. And I think there's a, there's an analogy there for insurance. Oh, well, I agree. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 um, I, I agree with you. And it's like, um, um, and I think, you know, it's like, uh, from a payments perspective, you know, it's like, you know, instant payment. Um, I, I, just to give you a, a quick idea, um, when people talk about instant payment, what is instant? You know, it's like, is it the same day or is it the next day? You know, it's like, or is it, what, what do people expect? And then uh, the reality is, you know, it's like the systems that we have in place at the moment, you know, it's like are almost, you know, it's like anything from a couple of seconds to five minutes to and the slowest is two hour 45, you know, it's like that funds could hit your bank account. Um, and that technology already exists. This is not something, you know, it's like we need to wait till ISO 20,022 and open banking will implement it. That's what we have right now. And I think, um, uh, and what also people will understand, you know, it's like, this is also something, you know, it's like that brings retention rate that creates Definitely. value trust that um, uh, that is something, you know, it's like it's really tangible. And I think, you know, it's like that's what I have to be seen, you know, it's like more as a holistic approach rather than just, you know, it's like um, individual and, and compartmentalized approaches. Yeah, you're talking, you're hitting the nail on, on, on a few things here around, you know, how how it should be done. You know, what, what do we think, um, you know, two, two things. What, what are the low-hanging fruit? You know, as you, as you mentioned, you know, we have legacy environments. We've got banking environments. Uh, a lot of things, you know, stand in the way. And before we get to, to challenges, um, you know, what, what is the benefit? You know, maybe start with Andy. You know, what, 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 
is the benefit to insurance companies? Why should this be seen, you know, as a goal or as, as a priority? Uh, and, you know, a lot of us right now have seen, you know, have, have experienced this. I know for myself, there's a few, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, there's a few things that I had to cancel. I did have insurance on a few trips, et cetera. I'm actually still waiting uh, for refund uh, for some of those things. And it, it's amazing. As, as I said at the beginning, it's always amazing to me how quickly uh, the transaction goes through on your credit card. I get an alert before <laughs> the website has refreshed that, you know, money has been, uh, a transaction has happened, but I'm still waiting for a couple of refunds, you know, on, on insurance claims. Um, you know, so what, what, you know, what's the benefit for insurance companies? You know, why should this be seen as a goal? Andy, do you want to comment on that a little bit? Sure. I think to double down again on what Matad said, it's the, it's customer experience and uh, like like getting the trust of those of those customers. Like I like I said earlier, I think there's a huge opportunity to get to gain customer confidence. So if you're that carrier in this space who is making all all the other carriers look slow, I think that's a huge advantage. And on the operational side, the cost side for the carrier. Um, like it's lower costs, like less time that you have, like you have these uh, claims staying open for less time. Like you potentially your amount of claims that are getting settled are, are going up. Like if, with the proper use of data and, and uh, machine learning, you're settling the right claims quickly. You're not just settling anything that comes in. Uh, and I know for a lot of companies, like the time to settle is a key metric for a lot of claims. So it feels like it, it, it hits a lot of goals for carriers. Perfect. And Mithat, let's, uh, you know, in, in, in closing, I think, you know, great things were shared uh, today, uh, gentlemen, you know, around around the opportunity and, and so forth. Uh, but let's kind of just step back. What uh, what challenges lie ahead? So what, what do you see as some of the challenges that are in front of us? And then what's your last, you know, call to action, let's say, on on how to overcome these challenges and, and you know, make a dent uh, in, in in this aspect of the business? Well, I think, you know, it's like the challenges are still um, how we can, I would say, you know, it's like how we can uh, um, uh, change, you know, it's like the way they think, you know, it's like, oh, what is the ROI or um, uh, what does it really bring? You know, it's like, I have to say, it's like the insurance industry was kind of uh, on the carrier side, obviously not, but, you know, it's like uh, on, on, I think that the market has hardened for them. And, you know, it's like market hardened means, you know, it's like uh, you've seen, you know, it's like your uh, insurance bills went up in the last couple of years consecutively. Um, um, and I think, you know, it's like um, you have to also start to work at, at yourself in your own organization. You know, it's like uh, things don't stay the same. You know, it's like the, keep, the world keeps on turning and you have to actually also face the challenges, which means, you know, it's like you have to be open and also implement things. Um, that's, I think, you know, it's like it's something that, that uh, I believe is a challenge. Um, I think that, you know, it's like uh, a lot of, uh, organizations try to solve too many things at the same time. Um, and that actually complicates things, especially, you know, it's like, uh, you know, these are vast data amounts that, you know, it's like they, they're dealing with and, and multiple systems. And, you know, it's like from merger acquisition, you know, it's like everything kind of muddled around. I think, you know, it's like you guys know more about that than me. Um, but, um, yeah, no, that, I think that, I think that's great. Uh, you, you know, I think I think what I'm I'm hearing that is you know start start somewhere, start small. There's an opportunity for an MVP here. You know, whether it's in claims or another aspect of the business, start somewhere and then start seeing the results of that great customer experience that that this can bring. 
Um, so thank you both for your time today. I think we're I think we're out of time. Uh, I really like the insights. Uh, thank you very much for the conversation. And this is a uh, this is a great topic. Hopefully, we're you know seeing some of these use cases uh, you know rolled out in the very near future and uh, helping you know the industry deliver that superior customer experience. Thanks to both of you for joining me today. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much, um, Phil.